0: So my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring new ideas, enlightening ideas, maybe a different way of looking at the world, maybe looking at yourself, maybe looking at the universe, and how you can take these ideas and bring them into your life so that you can improve your life and make your life better and the lives of people around you including your cat, dog, mice, and dinosaurs. So, you know, there's one thing throughout the history of mankind or the history of civilizations that people are always searching for. And the most incredible thing is that what they're searching for is right in front of them and actually a part of them. But they actually believe that it exists outside of them. And that is happiness. If you were to do a survey of people and they're completely honest with you, you'd find at the base of everything, that's what they're actually looking for. They're actually looking for happiness in relationships, happiness in their own personal lives, happiness for their family, everything. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. And what we do as people over time, what we've been taught to believe, is that it exists with outside of us through things that are, that are outside of us. And this is advertising, it's marketing. Unless you have this kind of car, you're not successful, you can't be happy, you can't be looked upon the right way in society. Unless you dress, dress this particular way, unless you have this amount of money, Unless you have all these list of things, how could you possibly be a successful or happy person? And we buy into this all the time. And that's why we go. It's why in you know, Western countries, America, we're one of the biggest consumers of goods and everything else. There's an interesting thing about America. I told this to um, my friend is that America is a throwaway society. Because people buy things here and as soon as they're wears out or whatever it is that they're looking for within it like happiness if it's not there they throw it away well let me buy something else do you know in self-help books that people buy them they're some of the biggest selling books and people buy them they read the first chapter and that's it (laughs) well that one didn't work they say so i need to go and buy another one but they never really grasp the idea very few people do and what it actually is happiness and like I said, it's right in front of us. But we give the power of happiness away to everything else in the things that I just said, is that I need a relationship to be happy. I need a particular house to be happy. And people spend their whole lifetime going through this, and they never find it. Even movies and maybe you know commercials on TV have a way of making us happy externally. You know, we can watch a movie and it makes us laugh and it gives us a sense of happiness, but we never keep it. We never own it. I used to ask people who would come and see me or tell them actually, (laughs) I'm good at telling people what to do, Um, is that live with a sense of joy, create a feeling of joy with inside of you. And I was astonished at the answer I'd get back I say, I don't know what joy is. I don't know how to feel joy. That to me is amazing. I'm not talking about people who are like 18 years old. I'm talking about people who are 40, 50 years old who have never experienced real joy. So tell them, go and watch something that makes you laugh. Watch something that makes you happy. Then capture that feeling inside and hold it there. And so that you have a sense of happiness. Days. come to believe that unhappiness is our natural state and that happiness is just something that comes along every now and again, and that's it. Well, it's actually the other way around. Happiness should be our natural state of being. And unhappiness should be something that happens every now and again when there's a tragic event in our life or maybe in the world that affects you. But we have it the other way around. And this is how nearly everybody lives. It's astonishing to me. You know, I said in my podcast last week, I can't remember what number that was, you know, that I would see people die with the same frustrations that they'd lived with for the last 20 years or 30 years. I think I said that. <laughs> um, you know, in clients that I had. And it it's astonishing to me because they never got past their frustrations, their anxiety, their anger, or anything else. And they carried that to their grave. I'm thinking, what a waste of life. All these things, joy, happiness, bliss, they all exist with inside of you. It's just how you think about it. Because we allow circumstances and people to control our life. I've said this before as well. We are owned by everything. There's not much in our own life that we actually own that we have sovereign domain over. So we allow other people to affect how we're going to feel or how we're going to think in, you know, this political season in the U.S., how many families are fighting over which candidate is right? And so you allow that other person to affect you and how you should feel. You see, it happens all the time. So, happiness exists within. And it's a state of mind. And you give that state of mind to yourself. You can have circumstances and situations in life that, you know, affect how you feel, but really it's how you choose to feel. You know, if somebody runs into your car, <laughs> most people become very upset. That's a circumstance. But you choose to be upset. The car is the car, you know. Some people say, well, oh, it's a car, whatever, you know. But this is what we do. So we choose whether we're going to be happy or not. Nothing does it to us. We choose it. And so in any circumstance, you know, situation in life, you can choose how you're going to feel or not feel. Nobody has dominion over that except you. But we allow everything to have dominion over that other than us. And like I said, we tie it down to things. You know, I lived in this town um, near the beach for quite a few years. And it was rather an, you know, upscale kind of town. You know, it's at the beach in Southern California, you know, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And what was amazing to me is that next to us, we had these five or four little cottages. And these little Mexican families lived in there, uh, you know, with their children, their little young children, you know, just being born and whatever. And I would watch them and I would talk to them. They were the happiest people under the sun. These people had nothing. But the houses around them and the houses the next straight up were very different. You know, there were big houses and, you know, whatever kind of cars, you know. And the people were miserable because they had to drink and probably smoke marijuana just to stay happy, <laughs> to try to make themselves happy. But I watched these people had nothing. They were so happy. And their children were happy as well. Because they took joy in their families and their children. The other stuff didn't matter because the interesting thing was is that they knew that the other houses that were around them, you know, with all their stuff, they would probably never attain that. Obtain that, right? So there was no point in trying to like, I'm gonna try to buy a Mercedes or I'm gonna try and buy a it didn't exist. But what existed was their families. And to provide food for their families and they'd all get around and eat and everything, they were so happy. It came from within. Because they had nothing to give it to them. There was nothing, right? And so I watched this for years. Why all the miserable people around them who had everything were completely miserable, right? And that went on for years. It's really interesting. So, you know, in my own life now, you know, I've talked about it before. I have exactly what I need to do whatever I need to do. And I focus on that, you know, and that makes me extremely happy. You know, I'm not stressed about a whole bunch of other stuff. There's no point. Because I learn to have what I have because that's what I need. And my happiness comes from within. inside of me. Most days I live in a state of bliss. A strange word, isn't it? You know, from Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss. And that's how I live, because I don't allow, most of the time, anything outside of me to own my emotions. I own them, so I live in this oblivious sense of happiness and bliss every day. And anything that comes along, I just look at it as something that's outside of me, and I can choose, do I want to allow this to affect me or not? As opposed to just automatically just reacting to something and then you get tied up in that, and then you never get out of it. We, we do this with people. People do it to us, you know. People love to drag us into their drama. And it's not for us. It's for them. Because they need somebody to support them in their drama. And we do this. Don't. Stay away from other people's drama. Because you get involved in their drama, you're giving them power... And you end up being unhappy and being drained because they dragged you into something that has nothing to do with you, but they want it to be about them. See? So you learn to create a feeling of happiness and joy with inside of you all the time. Why shouldn't you? That is your natural state of being. Anything else is not. Anything else should be a reflection of something that maybe you have to look at. That's all. And you can cultivate this. I'll say something else about this too. Because, you know, some of these podcasts are not online yet. You know, where I talk about spirituality. And i tell you something, because this is absolutely true. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It's like I tell you, it doesn't matter whether you believe, you know, gravity exists or not. The force works. <laughs> and you can't see gravity, but it works, right? So anything that you feel inside as an emotion you attract more of it's that simple so if you are unhappy inside and miserable inside and all the rest of it I guarantee you you'll keep attracting more of that to keep you there people who are like that circumstances who are which are like that to keep you in that state of unhappiness but when you start to change and you start to become a lot happier with everything Then you start to attract more things that represent happiness in your life. It's a universal law. Whether you believe it or not, it's a universal law. And you can prove it to yourself. Any of the stuff that's on these podcasts, I've already told you that I've either done myself or know people who have done them, or the universal truths. you can do any of it and prove it to yourself. You don't need me to tell you. I'm just giving you the idea and what I've experienced and what other people have experienced that you can go and do it and prove it to yourself. So any of this, you know, you can prove to yourself that it works. And then, you know, once you have this kind of knowledge or information, you own it. And you can use it for the rest of your life. Nothing can take happiness away from you because you know, when we attach it to external things, you know, whether it be cars or people or houses or money or water, food or whatever it is, all that stuff can go away. And once it goes away, your happiness goes away with it, out the window, over the cliff, (laughs) right? So don't attach happiness to external things. I mean, you can appreciate something and and it can make you happy. You see, it gives you a sense of joy, but You don't let that be the sole reason why you're happy. You have a state of happiness towards everything. I mean, the greatest state of happiness or joy or appreciation you should have is the very fact that you are alive so that you can live another day to experience whatever it is you want to experience, you know, whether it's your family or work or whatever. So once we, you know, start to attach things to things that are around us, it goes away. And so does the happiness, right? So that's probably one of the greatest, um, you know, lessons that I've learned when it comes to this. And there's something else I've learned as well when it comes to all this. And you would have heard this before, is gratitude. We usually don't have gratitude for anything. You know where we are? We're a civilization of whiners and complainers, is what we are. That's what we've become. I don't have this. I don't have that. My life's not like this. I don't have somebody in my life, right? And that's all we do. We whine and complain about the things that we don't have. I hear it all day. Rarely do I hear people say how grateful they are or a sense of gratitude towards what they have. Um, My friend, K.H., you know... (laughs) She has a sense of gratitude towards everything that she has, and her life reflects it with a sense of beauty, a sense of peace, and a sense of happiness. And so rather than complaining about what I have, don't have, I mean, what I want, all this stuff, because the more you complain about something, the more you attract it. That is the premise of understanding spiritual life or how the universe is. Whatever we focus on, we get. So if you focus on whining, complaining, I don't have this, I don't have that, my life is terrible and my life is whatever, 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 you get more of it. And this is, this sounds bizarre for a lot of people. That's like a prayer. It's like saying a prayer to the universe. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. And the universe goes, okay, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want. It's the same as a prayer. If you change that, change the prayer to I have appreciation, gratitude for everything that I have in my life, and you focus on that, whatever you have starts to multiply. If you have only so much money in your life and you express gratitude to the universe or God through your heart, not some words that you just say randomly like mantras or affirmations, But you connect from your heart and have pure gratitude and thanks for whatever it is, it'll multiply. Because the way that the universe or God looks at it is that it's the same as saying, I don't have you You go, I thank you for what I have. Oh, you want, you have that? You want more? I'll give it to you. This is how it works. But we complain all the time. And that's why people have so much lack in their life for what they need. So, Gratitude is powerful. There are many people that are searching for love or searching for relationships, you know, other people in their life, just love in general. If you express gratitude for love, it'll come to you. But we don't do that. We just complain all the time and go online and look for hopeless, ridiculous relationships. I mean, I have a lot of people ask me about that stuff, relationships. You know something? Before online dating, people got together. (laughs) Do you realize that? Because there's a natural flow in how that happens. The right people meet the right people at the right time. Doesn't matter what you think, where you are, whatever. It happens. But practice gratitude for everything. Start off with one thing. If you practice gratitude for the fact that you are alive today and I am going to experience happiness today, if you say that with a sense of gratitude, that happiness will start to come into your life. It's very simple. And change your thoughts. Remember, you choose your thoughts. You choose to be happy. You choose to be sad. You choose to be blissful. You choose to be angry. You choose to be bitter. You choose all those things. Nothing does it to you. You choose it. So if you want to be happy, choose thoughts of happiness. Give up trying to judge other people and control other people. Because we all do it. Everybody has to think like I think. Otherwise, I'm not happy. How often have you heard that? How often have you done that? Get away from it. Only focus on things... That bring you a sense of joy, create that feeling of joy and happiness so that you're in it all the time. There's this wonderful saying by Rumi. I've said it before on these podcasts. Close your eyes, fall in love, stay there. Be in love with everything. There's no reason why you shouldn't. You're in this unbelievable universe which can provide you with everything that you need. Why wouldn't you be in love with everything? The fact that you are alive, you get to experience relationships, food, sex, cars, everything. You get to experience all these wonderful things. Why wouldn't you fall in love with all of it? Rather than your anger, your bitterness, your frustration, your controlling attitudes, everything. Why focus on them? Don't be a person that dies with those attitudes. Because if you do, your life has been a waste. So when you focus on the things, you know, cultivate a sense of love, a sense of harmony, a sense of gratitude, a sense of peace, then that spreads out around you. It's like the butterfly effect. I've talked about that before. It spreads out around you, becomes part of the people around you. So the whole circumstance around you starts to improve. It's very simple. So happiness that civilizations have been searching for (laughs) for decades is right in front of you. It's always been there. It's never been anywhere else. It's always been there. The same with joy, the same with bliss. All you have to do is just embrace it. Take this knowledge and use it. It'll help your life. It'll help the people around you. It'll make your life worth living. And you can live it with a sense of joy, a sense of peace, a sense of happiness. Then you don't waste your life in bitterness, frustration, anger, and all the rest of it. Thank you.